Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. Uh-oh, Linda. We in for another one, huh? <laughs> As always. Let's go. Today I bring truth. That's the only reason why I'm here. That's the only reason why they asked me to be here. Because, you know, I bring the truth until like it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Today's the weekend mashup. I'm going to get into some topics. Boy, do I have a show for you today. Oh, yeah. can't be scared of change because change will be scared of you. <laughs> yeah. I'm back. Thank you. Thank you, Linda, for that beautiful introduction. Man, wow. Powerful, powerful, powerful. Well, if you're just now listening, you're listening to Renegade Talk Las Vegas, and my name is E.G. the Urban Scholar. Well, thank you for all the listenership. I appreciate every single download and every single view. Yes, again, my name is the EG. My name is the E. <laughs> oh, music Mike is just doing something in the studio. It's funny as hell. Yes, get a few shouts out. Let me get it out. Let me get it out. I'd like to thank Music Mike, Linda, the whole Renegade staff, the whole Renegade network. And just don't listen to me. Listen to Richie, Carl Higby. Nadia Nicole and Patty Cakes, the queen of cannabis, also many more and many more upcoming stars. Yes, yes, yes. Well, you are listening to EG, the Urban Scholar, and this is the Weekend Mashup. Well, we just kind of get into a little bit of recap for everything that just happened this week. And it's looking like, well, <laughs> I have been trying to stay away from it, but hell, you know. Eventually, you and I both know I must talk about it and I cannot let it slide. Well, uh, immigrants. Well, can we can we say that? I don't know if we politically correct to say that, but anyway, migrant caravans swell to five thousand. Resumes advance towards U.S. That's right. I don't know if you've been kind of keeping up with the political side of things. So it's about five thousand. Let's just call it what it is. It's five thousand Mexican people that have actually traveled through Mexico on their way to the border and pretty much about to cross it illegally just to prove a point that's pretty much just to sum it up just to be honest i mean at the end of the day it's more so a political stand it's not about kneeling or anything like that so you have to really understand these are people that really want to be free and that are very tired of the way that they're living in their country so with that being said actually in all actuality see do you see how the world wants us to keep on changing these topics that we talk about first we're going to talk about the kneeling and then we're going to talk about how people are coming over here illegally but that's the whole thing about it who's to say being in another country is illegal and not illegal just because you got some type of laws that are in place so just anybody won't come over here is that the real case or you just don't want certain people of certain ethnic races 
in your country. Let's just be honest. Does it really come down to that? Is that really what we are seeing? Let's be honest, you know, and people are going to throw shade and talk shit. Let's just be honest about really what's going on. But see here, you tuned in to hear the truth and to hear me go in and give you my opinion about what's really going on over there and the type of touchy subjects and touchy issues music might just handed me something i don't know what this is let's just take a look at it okay yes that's right yes this is talking about the same issues we're just going to go straight into it a growing trend of central american immigrants resume their advance towards the u.s border in southern mexico on sunday overwhelming mexican government attempts to stop them at the border their numbers swell to about 5,000 overnight and at first light they set up walking towards the Mexican town of Tapachula, 10 abreast in a line stretching approximately a mile. Well, several hundred more already had applied for refugee status in Mexico and an estimated 1,500 were still on the other side of the river hoping to enter legally. It was not immediately clear where the additional travers had materialized from since about 2000 had been gathered on the Mexican side Saturday night. They seemed likely to be people who had been waiting in Guadalama, town of Tikini, Tikini, I'm sorry if I'm, I do terrible with these words, but anyway, who decided to cross during the night. They marched on through Mexico like a rag army of the poor shouting triumphantly slogans like yes we could well as they passed through mexican villages on the outskirts they drew applause cheers and donations of food and clothing from mexicans see there you have it this should be the triumphant to actually show you what's really going on right now meanwhile in america we talk about what our president is doing and meanwhile in these other countries that we don't really even pay attention to they're just actually running and fighting to be free. Let's just call it what it is. They're running through their own country and are being supported by their country. Well, how do you think, let's just, okay, I'm breaking it down to you like this, and then I'm gonna get back into it. How would you feel if you had to do the same thing in America? Do you think that you would have the support and the donations from your own fellow countrymen? Let's just call it what it is. Do you think that you will really have that support from fellow Americans to actually go to another country if the shoe was on the other foot and we were trying to be free? The way America is set up right now, do you really think that you will have the support? Come on now. <laughs> you don't even have to answer that question. Well, the decision to reform the migrant caravan caped a day in which Mexican authorities again refused mass entry to migrants on the bridge instead of accepting small groups from an asylum processing and giving out 45-day visitor permits to some authorities handed out numbers for people to be processed and a strategy seen before at the u.s border posts when dealing with large numbers of migrants in addition to those who have crossed the river immigration agents process migrants in small groups and then bust them to an open air metal roof fairground in typical Chulua, where the Red Cross sets up a small blue tents on the concrete floor. Do you, I'm just, what? Mexico, 
Mexico's Interior Department said it had received 640 refugee requests by Honduras at the border crossing. It released photos of migrants getting off buses at shelter and receiving food and medical attention. So here we have it. I tell you, I'm just going <laughs> to. Wow. So now we have reached a point to where the government of your own country really doesn't care anymore and has become we're just going to call it like it is, you know, has become corrupt. So corrupt that you don't even want to be in your own country anymore. Do you understand what's going on, Renegade Nation? We're not just talking, sitting here talking anymore. This has gone to the other side of things, to where people are fleeing from their own country. Do you understand what's going on? Meanwhile, we still... <laughs> I mean, like I always said, there's only really one way that we can actually handle this immigration and legal immigrants and this, this whole situation, if you leave it up to me, okay? So, these countries that people want to flee from, here's my suggestion. I think the government from every single country that pretty much, let's just say, is falling, is going to fall within the next 10 years to where everybody's going to want to leave. Let's just be honest here. I think the government should actually pay America for actually letting them come here and just don't pay America. We're actually going to take that money and we're going to go to one of those states like North Dakota, Iowa, one of those states that pretty much are pretty liberal and are desolate, and we're going to reinvent the actual whole state. And that is going to be like the new hub for the immigrants or whatever you want to call them at this point. Because if you leave it up to me and what I would call those people, I would just call those people that are trying to be free, just like me and you. I would call those people just some people that are just tired of the bullshit, honestly, of today's society and don't want to be under a certain control anymore. Well, I'm getting the wave. My name is E.G. the Urban Scholar. You're listening to Renegade Talk Las Vegas. And you know I have more. You're listening to the Weekend Mashup. It gets hot. Oh, yeah. like to be blunt? Absolutely. We don't sugarcoat shit. Listen, Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio. I'm back. Yes, thank you for joining me. Well, what a first segment. Man. Well, there's actually more. We're never done here. You already know. Well, if you're Catholic, you might want to listen up. In for a treat. Thank you, thank you, Linda, for that 
very powerful opening. Well, if you are just now tuning in, my name is E.G. the Urban Scholar, and you are listening to Renegade Talk Las Vegas, where we don't sugarcoat nothing. And that's right. Shout out to all my young Catholics. Well, they're urging the Vatican to issue an exclusive LGBT message. Well, this just, I can imagine where this can go. Could be a PR's nightmare and a religion scandal. Do I see brewing maybe? Hmm. Well, well, well. As the Vatican City Catholic bishops are entering their final week of debate over hot button issues facing young Catholics, including how the church should welcome gays in response to the clerical sex abuse scandal that has discreetly many in the church scared. The month-long bishops ends next week, Saturday, with the adoption by the 260-plus cardinals, bishops, and priests of the final document and approval of a separate shorter letter to the world's Gaelic. Is, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold up, wait a minute, I'm sorry. <laughs> Music Mike, is this worded right? Because you know, we can't. <laughs> okay, I see what's going on, okay. <laughs> to the world's gothic youth some of the youth delegates to the meeting that the final document express an exclusive message to make lgbt catholics feel welcome in a church that has often shunned them i mean hmm you and i both know this is a touchy subject i'm just trying to see where do i really want to go with this because I mean, hmm. <laughs> we're just going to just go, <laughs> I can't skip it, but we're just going to go, <laughs> well, I'm just going to say this, okay, let's be honest here, let's just be real for one second. Anytime, like I said, you go against your moral values as a person, or you go against something that you have been with for years, or any type of religion. If something makes you go against that, that you put all your faith and belief in, then I don't know if that's something is right and is good for you. I mean, I'm just going to be honest here, okay? You can take it how you want to, but when it comes to this new age, I'm just going to call it this new age of LGBT, and which we all know what it is, was lesbian, gays, bisexuals, and transgenders. We all have to understand that. Okay, in this society that we live in today, which is all kind of new for the past, wait, let's just call it for what it is, the past 15 years, this whole gay agenda has been pushed upon us. I mean, we're just going to call it for what it is. And you can choose to accept it or choose not. I just want to know where and when did it become okay? That's the problem that I don't really understand. And that's the disconnect. It's a difference between understanding this message that is pretty much being pressed upon us. And we're just gonna call it for what it is. I mean, you can really take it for how you feel about it, but to me, it's a message and it's an agenda that is being pushed to us, whether you're in religion or whether you're non-religious. Let's just gonna call it for what it is. It's still an agenda that's being pushed out to the kids and to the youth and to the young adults, and now, they're going to say that it's okay, that we're pretty much saying it's okay for the Vatican, which you all now both know the whole Catholic situation and 
the whole gays in the Catholic religion is like, whoa, you know, I know it's big. So with this being said, they're going to welcome gays. Actually, let's just call it for what it is. They're going to welcome gays in the religion and they want them to feel welcome by having an extended message. Is this is pretty much what I'm reading here? Music Mike, is this is this is right? Well, as I quote, the youth are talking about it freely and in a language they use and they are encouraging us, call us, address us. This because this is who we are. Hmm. That was just a quote from I think has the LGBT side of the Catholics. But some bishops have balked is that right? Balked at the notation, including Charles Champotel, I mess names up, but who insists in his speech that there is no such thing as an LGBTQ Catholic or a transgender. They're calling them Catholic, Gothic. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just like I said. When it comes to religion, it's very, it's very touchy. So. I guess they're calling them transgender Catholics now or heterosexual Catholics. I don't know. They all want to be to, they just want to be identified differently. Is that where we're going here with this really? But other bishops have expressed a willingness to use the language through. It remains to be seen if the final document or the letter will each paragraph will be voted on one by one and must obtain two-thirds majority. So basically, for what I'm reading, because it's a lot, and if you don't really understand religion, it's very hard for you to pretty much understand, which I agree with it, because I kind of barely understand really what the fuck I'm reading, to be honest. But as we break it down here, from what I'm seeing is, they pretty much want to get, they want everybody to be on the same page, okay? So they figure if everybody votes within the Vatican City, on the letter to have certain messages or something that they can all agree on which makes everybody feel comfortable and welcome that i think that's where they're going with this so they have a couple more maybe what one or two more weeks to get some type of conclusion on where they're going i don't know this is a crazy story i'm going to try to touch back on it maybe next week but i highly doubt it because you and i both know that <laughs> If it has anything to do with the LGBT, they're just going to have to pass it along because why not just pass it along than rather to avoid some type of scandal or some type of backlash, which you and I both know the Vatican City hates. Well, my name is EG, the Urban Scholar. You are listening to Renegade Talk Las Vegas, where we don't sugarcoat nothing. And there's more. I'll be back. Oh, yeah. you like to be blunt? Absolutely. We don't sugarcoat shit. Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio. Well, they bring me back again for the news that you must hear and you must want. Yes, I'm back. 
Thank you, Linda. Thank you. Oh yeah, let's go. get some crazy news thank you thank you thank you well if you're just tuning in you're listening to renegade talk radio las vegas and you are listening to eg the urban scholar baby yes 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 and we're just going to get straight into some crazy news well (laughs) you already know the elephant in the room i had to talk about it had to say it before we get on here get out of here had to talk about this lebron (sighs) this i don't know if you saw the fight it wasn't even really lebron it was more so Chris Paul and Ray Rondo and a lot of man let's just get into it well once the fist started flying late in the fourth quarter LeBron James home debut with the LA Lakers was pretty much related to the undercard well a wow multiplayer fight that included the normally mild-mannered Chris Paul and Brandon Ingram stole part of the spotlight shining on LeBron's official landing on the West. The Houston Rockets stole the rest with the gritty victory. LeBron James scored 24 points, but Paul Ingram and Ray Girondo all were ejected after trading blows late in the fourth quarter. Well, with the Rockets with the win, 124-115 to for the Saturday night. Well, before the late drama overshadowed everything, James got several big ovations from the tremendous, lively sellout crowd in the first home game. Since joining the Lakers as a free agent, the atmosphere was great, LeBron James said. The fans were extremely excited. We gave them everything that we could, which we could have gave them more with this win, but it was very electric. Perhaps the energy and the flagrant foul by Hinton's Josh Hart earlier in the fourth quarter contributed to the shocking fight that broke out with game play at 4:13 to play. Well, that's right. It was a small, <laughs> pretty funny little fist quarrel or small fist fight, as we would say here. But it's kind of funny when you have a major championship team and a major league championship fight that pretty much starts because you have to realize i mean i guess at the end of the day they're still grown men and from what i am hearing that Ray rondo actually spit on chris paul which i haven't really got into yet i just been going off of what i hear a little bit we're just getting to the story you know how these stories break out a lot of people say a lot of things when these situations first come to play but you and i both know after a little bit of reviewing i'm pretty sure the real story will always come out well moving on furious with the call ingram shoved harden and then confronted referee jason phillips after getting a technical foul ensuring group argument paul struck a finger into the face of rondo who responded by punching his fellow point guard ingram then threw punches the melee. James attempted to break up the fight by grabbing Paul, his friend. Paul claimed Rondo caused their fight by spitting on him. That's right. Well, Chris Paul is saying that 
Rondo spit on him. I didn't have yet to see it, actually like a close-up of it, but it's no telling. It wouldn't shock me. Well, unacceptable, Houston's Carmelo Anthony said, we all know what happened. Ain't no need to keep going back and forth about that. What happened was unacceptable. It shouldn't have happened. Rondo's teammates said they didn't know whether Paul's claims were accurate. That's what I'm saying. Nobody really knows what really happened. Everything was happening so fast. Wow. <laughs> Lakers coach Luke Walton said his players were playing with extra aggravation after Hart on a flagrant foul four and a half minutes earlier. I quote, I felt like the other team was trying to provoke us and we fell for it, said the Lakers' Lance Stevenson, another peacemaker in the brawl. Well, <laughs> I tell you, if you didn't happen to catch that on ESPN, which I'm pretty sure is definitely top three, top five, top ten. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, we see Ron, Rondo. He can throw some pretty good punches, you know. And <laughs> Chris Paul, we see he can take a few punches, too, also. But with this being said, is there going to be some type of beef? First, it was a rap industry beef now. Now, is this really going to the actual basketball court? Is this going to the sports? Is it enough that we had the kneeling and the boycotting clothes and now we're taking it to the fighting on the court again? It's been a couple years since something like this has happened. We all, we have been realizing what's been going on. I knew for a moment, is this, but then again, you have to kind of think. With the sports entertainment, declining why not do a fight hmm why not start some type of controversy you know i gotta put the spin on things you know it just couldn't be just a regular fight even though they say that everything happens but you know it always and always is a little bit more to the story so i guess he wants to be the bad boy of the season that's what it's kind of looking like with the discipline action uh, we are wondering what could happen well the fight could leave both teams without the key rotation players due to the suspension nba fights regularly get serious enough for the punches thrown by the principals in the melee and brawl and the league discipline executive kiki van dewey was actually in attendance oh man so you had the actual executive person that's in charge of disciplinary actions he was actually there, so that even kind of makes it worse. Well, the Rockets are saying in L.A. to play the Clippers on Sunday night, and Houston coach Mike laughed at the possibility of suspensions for CP3. Well, I quote, I don't know, I might rest him on a back-to-back. -back. Well, the first step, the Lakers dropped to 0-2 and two after West Coast phenomenon LeBron James Thursday with the 128-119 to loss to the Trailblazers. James scored 26 points in Portland, but the Lakers team vibe could take many weeks to solidify before they can complete regularly in playoff contending rosters. Well, there you have it. <sighs> yeah, like I said, it's been a long time since we've seen a good old fashioned brawl in the NBA, but we all know eventually, I guess it has to happen, right? Yeah, but then again, you have millions of dollars and you're pretty much a public face. We all know that there's no room for these things to happen. So when these things happen, we all know there's going to be a very, there's going to be a lengthy suspensions. I'm going to tell you, there's going to be multiple suspensions. You might not see these guys for a little while, but hey, I guess there's more rest for them. My name is EG the Urban Scholar. You're listening to Renegade Talk Las Vegas, and I'll see you when I see you.